you are enough. And I'm going to keep reminding us all of that, that we are enough and we need to break up with the idea that we need to be a better version of ourselves. We don't. You are good enough right now. You don't need to achieve anything, change anything, look a certain way to be worth it because you are just worth it right now. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Break Up With Better podcast. I'm your host, Erin Rainey, and welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. If you're new to the podcast, this is a space where we unpack and unlearn the harm that toxic positivity and hustle culture has caused us and kind of relearn how to do personal development in a healthier, safer, more positive way. So welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. Welcome back. If you are familiar with the podcast and you're coming back, welcome back. I'm so glad that you came back. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here and this is a space for everyone and I think that it's super important anytime you're engaging with like personal development that you take what you need and this is a space where some things might not apply to you and that's okay. You have full permission to really take what you need and leave the rest. So today I really wanted to talk about mid-year reset. So we're about halfway through 2022, a little bit more than halfway actually, but I was going to abandon this episode idea, but then I was like, you know what? I'm done with black and white thinking. I'm done with things having to be like perfect timing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that we're more than halfway through the year. Um, I think that this is valuable. And I just kind of sat down and did this um, last night and it's more than halfway through 2022 and it doesn't matter. And I think that one of the things that I'm focusing on breaking up with the most this year is black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking. And I actually did a poll on my Instagram story the other day when I said that I'm bringing back the podcast and I asked what you guys, you people, you lovely humans who listen to this, thank you for listening to this. But a lot of people gave me a lot of ideas of things that they were thinking that they'd want to hear on the podcast. And someone mentioned that they wanted an episode all about all or nothing thinking and black and white thinking. So that will be coming up. I am definitely in that unlearning and unpacking as well. So I think that that will be a really great episode. So in the nature of actually practicing breaking up with all or nothing thinking, we are going to talk about how you can do a mid-year reset and realign with or reset your 2022 intentions or goals or just kind of check in with yourself and how your year is going and what you've learned. So we are going to start with the first segment that I've started and it's what I'm breaking up with. So this week I am breaking up with, I am breaking up with being hard on myself as negative emotions or negative self-talk comes up. I think that last week I talk a bit, talked a bit about um, resistance and how our pain actually is our, or sorry, our suffering equals our resistance times pain. And that really like resonated with me and maybe it resonated with you. And I think that for me, I'm starting to learn how like the ways that I used to think about myself and like motivate myself. I say that with air quotes and the ways that I engage with the personal development space 
were very much rooted in like, I'm not good enough. I need to be a better version of myself. I need to change. I need to look different. I need to act different. I need to do more to then be enough. When I look a certain way or I achieve X, Y, and Z, then I'll be enough and then I can be proud of myself and happy with myself. And I think that I've started to unpack and unlearn a lot of that thinking, which is so positive, but that like that's so ingrained in me. And when those negative or like that inner critic kind of comes out in my self-talk, I can sometimes be so hard on myself. Like, oh, I don't think like that anymore. I don't want to think like that anymore. Why would I think like that? Why would I say that to myself? And I think it's adding that extra resistance to my healing and causing me more suffering because it's like, it's not my fault and it's not your fault if you have negative self-talk or if you are critical to yourself. I'm going to repeat that again because I want it to sink in for me and for you. So it's not your fault if you have negative self-talk or you are critical towards yourself. That's not your fault. We've learned that through so many mechanisms. We've learned that through social media a lot. Like I grew up in the 90s and early 2000s when diet culture and toxic positivity, like that was the message that we got in TV shows, in movies, in in everything. That was the messaging that we got. So it is not our fault if that is kind of our default or where our brains go because we were trained and taught that. So unlearning that is going to take time. So I'm breaking up with being hard on myself when those things come up. I'm trying to take a deep breath and be like, oh, yep, that makes sense. That makes sense with everything that I learned growing up and was taught. And being hard on myself for those things coming up too is also harmful. So I'm trying very hard to break up with beating myself up for negative self-talk and self-criticism because I think it adds to the mental load of already feeling bad that I'm speaking to myself that way. So that's what I'm breaking up with. What I'm crushing on, so this week's what I'm crushing on is going to be a very like surface level, just like fun thing. It's not going to be anything super deep. So what I'm crushing on is making iced coffee at home. We have a Breville Barista Express machine and I just love it. It makes me feel like I like own my own little trendy coffee shop and I like make my little kind of like syrup with sugar and like vanilla and I, you know, tamp my coffee beans and I add my little shot of espresso to my mix and then I like mix that all up and then I add my ice and then like oat milk or whatever I'm feeling and it is just like such a grounding practice for me. Like it feels good. It's like a mindful moment. And like, I just look forward to every day. So that's been my, what I'm crushing on lately is my like coffee barista moment every morning. And sometimes I'll have one in the afternoon as well. (laughs) Um, and yeah, so we're going to get into the good stuff. So I wanted to talk about having a mid-year reset. And I want to first start off by saying if you feel like you maybe set goals for yourself or intentions or, you know, kind of set up expectations for yourself or for your year at the beginning of 2022, but you feel like it might be too late or you feel like you've really shifted, then like that's okay. You don't have to like stay persistent with the same goals. And maybe you realize that your goals weren't serving you or aren't serving you anymore and you have permission to abandon those things. You don't have to do those. Like you don't have to stick to something if it's not serving you anymore. So this is me giving you permission that 
if you would like to revisit maybe some of the goals or intentions that you set for yourself this year, um, that you can revisit those. And even if you haven't even looked at them or touched them again, I think it's a great time to just take a step back and like recalibrate. What do I want and what do I need right now? So I talked in my last episode, sorry, I keep hitting my mic stand. I talked in my last episode about how bullet journaling has been something that I've been really consistent with this year. And I've kind of created this like format for my journal that has really worked out well for me. I am, I have ADHD and anxiety and like I'm neurodivergent and For me, like I've had a really hard time sticking to like a planner and a journal for a long period of time. And I've kind of incorporated all of that into one book. So my bullet journal serves as like my goals, my weekly agenda and my planning and my to-do list and my brain dump and my journal and my self-compassion journaling and my like goal setting and my intention setting and everything like that. Sorry, my... uh. (laughs) <laughs> My watch just went off. But so at the beginning of 2022, I sat down and wrote out some goals or some things that I wanted to either achieve or have happen in 2022. And then I kind of took those goals and I created five guiding questions. And I love this because I feel like it's so easy to dump, like to dump all of our goals on a piece of paper and then not really know what to do with them or feel overwhelmed or just have them kind of sit there. So for me, the guiding questions give me very specific ways that I can engage with some of my like goals or intentions for the year, um, but also frame it in a way that is very like curious and non-judgmental. So instead of saying like, I want to save $10,000 and that just being your goal on a piece of paper, It's like, how can I budget and create a abundance mindset about money and how can I find ways to save or to make passive income? Like you create a general question that invites like lots of different responses. And I can't remember where I read this or maybe I watched it on TikTok or a YouTube video, but somebody was saying how like asking yourself the question invites lots of lots of different answers and possibilities and um, like just lots of different opportunities and things to be kind of curious about. So I love that. I think that kind of taking the things that you've written down that are like important to you and then really thinking like, okay, is this important? Is it coming from me? Is it something that I genuinely want or think I should be doing or think that others are doing or Is it not coming from like an authentic place? So really tapping in. And I noticed that at the beginning of this year, I had a lot of goals that were like really arbitrary numbers and like focused on things that weren't actually important to me. So I sat down and I kind of redid my goals list. And I, I used to be somebody who like would then like delete and burn, you know, the entire like old list or like the old journal or like if it wasn't perfect or it no longer applied it like get rid of it like erase it cut out the page I don't even know like I would just not want to engage with that because I'm like well that isn't relevant anymore or it's not the way I want it but now I'm just like seeing this like bullet journal as like a space for my brain to be like dumped out of my body so I can hopefully free up some mental space and then also like for me to see growth and for me to see changes in my priorities and shifts. And like, that's okay. Like I've given myself permission 
that these things will change and that's expected and like something to be excited and curious about. And like, it doesn't mean that I failed or that I've set lower expectations for myself. It means that I'm genuinely learning what actually is in alignment with me and what actually serves me. So like, for example, I have shifted my goals to be things like prioritize my healing and happiness, um, pay down debt, um, stay consistent with, uh, I've been riding my Peloton a lot lately. I don't know if I've mentioned that we got a Peloton. I don't think I have ever mentioned that on the podcast, but earlier this year, I think in like February, we got a Peloton bike and I was riding it really consistently. And then my accident happened and then I didn't ride it for a period of time, but now I'm able to get back on the bike, just doing some low impact rides and it feels so good. And I've genuinely been really enjoying it. So like I want to just stay consistent with my rides because they have been a really positive outlet for me. I'm really trying to reconnect with my body and like using exercise as a way to like celebrate what my body can do and just like for my mental health and like really detaching it from how I look. And that's always a work in progress. But I think for me saying that I want to stay consistent with my Peloton rides because I've been liking them is a great goal because it's not... I need to do a hundred rides or I need to lose this amount of weight or I need to perform at this level. Like it's just saying that like I want to stay um, consistent and commit to this practice for myself. Um, And I said that I want to shift to being more self-compassionate with my self-talk and like know and trust deeply that I am enough that's something that I'm really trying to work on and I'll do a whole episode on that soon. Um, I think a lot of people that reached out to my Instagram story were kind of experiencing similar themes in their own life and kind of identity. So I think an episode like that where we can talk about like really how to shift your inner narrative to being enough and to feeling enough and to trusting yourself and knowing that you're enough. And I will do episodes on that because that is something that I am unlearning and I'm trying a bunch of different things right now to kind of build my trust and confidence with myself and to know that I am enough. And yeah, I just like made a few kind of goals like that, like learn to really love myself, learn to be kind to myself and how to connect. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. I keep getting notifications on my watch. I really should turn that off. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, just like how to connect to myself and take really good care of myself. And I think that language is so healthy and positive for me and invites like, yeah, like what is taking really good care of myself as opposed to exercising, sleeping eight hours, drinking water. Like, yes, all those things are great, but like that's so vague and and doesn't always serve you. And I think that when you have something that rigid, it doesn't allow you to give yourself what you really need. So I think getting clear on what you need is super powerful and important. Once again, I'm so sorry that my watch keeps going off. I'm going to have to learn how to turn it off. But yeah, I don't even know how to turn it off. So I'm not even going to try right now because I like recording these in one shot. I don't edit them. I just turn on the mic and I get talking and I just wanted to feel like we are having a conversation. Like we are hanging out, we are vibing and yeah, there's no like filters or edits because it's okay to make mistakes and stumble over your words and sound silly and you don't have to be perfectly put together and have it all figured out because that's not real and 
I am learning this alongside of you. And these are just things that are helpful towards me. And like I said, you can always take it or leave it and it might look different for you. And that's so valid and okay. So my 2022 mid-year guiding questions, these are my five. I'll share them with you. This is being really vulnerable, but I don't care. So number one is how can I heal? Number two, how can I shift or sorry, how can I love myself and shift my self-talk? Number three, how can I create income streams for myself? So like I love like making art. So can I sell my digital art to make myself some money on the side, but not in a way that is really stressful for me? Um, Number four, how can I take really good care of myself? I kind of was talking about that. And number five, how can I prioritize fun, happiness, and adventure? Because I've learned that like over the past two years, I've really stopped allowing myself to be excited for things and have things like on the schedule and in the calendar and like to look forward to. And there's actually science behind that. Um, I'm pretty confident that the science is that you get more of a hit of dopamine from the anticipation of a positive event that you're looking forward to than the actual event itself. And if the event is novel, I think that the dopamine hits are like pretty comparable, but especially if it's an event that you've done before, like getting your hair done, going to the movies, hanging out with friends, going out for dinner, going to see a show, a concert, traveling, like the dopamine is like lower. So it's actually, you get the most enjoyment and pleasure from like the lead up. And like, I totally agree with that. I think that being excited for things is so amazing. And I love that feeling of like having something to look forward to. But I think that as a coping mechanism during this pandemic, I didn't let myself get excited about stuff like I used to as like a a way to protect myself. Because I was like, you know, I get really bummed out and upset when things don't work out how I was excited for them and was anticipating. And I think to protect myself, I just was like, well, then I'm not going to get excited about anything because anything could happen and it could be off the table at any point. And I know that in life, there will always be things that we can't control and things that come up, you know, like we are still very much in a global pandemic. Um, you know, I could get COVID at any point and something would have to be canceled or shifted. But I think that allowing myself and giving myself permission to have fun and to plan some things and to look forward to things is healthy and an important thing that I want to like prioritize and set an intention for the rest of the year. So that's on my list. Um, And then what I do is I take each of those questions, I dedicate one page per question and I write it at the top of the page. So my 2022 strategies and actionable items are like specific things that I can do. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, So for example, how can I heal? And then I say, I can heal by, and I write down very specific things that I think will help me in my healing journey. And some of these things are more like abstract, like being kind and compassionate towards myself and my capacity. But it is a specific thing that if I'm feeling like I don't know how to heal or I don't know how to love myself and shift my self-talk, like I have specific examples and ideas. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't serve me. That's okay. I don't have to tick off all these boxes. Like it's like, it's okay. I'm giving myself permission that like, these are not like must do things, but they're just suggestions and ideas for me to explore and be curious about so that I can see if this serves me and if this is something that I want to kind of try and if it will help me feel good or feel like the rest of my year was, you know, made me happy and made me feel fulfilled and was healthy and and positive for me. Um, And then what I did after 
adding those specific action items like under each question is I did something I called a mid-year recalibration. So to me, recalibrating means like, okay, like realigning, checking in with yourself, like what did I say I wanted to achieve at the beginning of this year? What have I learned? What am I proud of? What am I excited for or hopeful about? And then I also set some mid-year intentions. So I have intentions and reflections. So I'm going to start by sharing some of my reflections. So in my lessons I've learned, I put like so far in 2022 lessons I've learned and am learning. So like life is short. Feeling is okay. Well, we live on a floating rock. (laughs) Like some stuff is deep, but a lot of things that I am worried about are not that deep. Um, Healing is not linear. Um, I am not my job. and I'm enough, I do enough, and perfect is impossible. Life is gray area. It's not black and white and nothing is permanent. So these are kind of like lessons that I've learned and am learning and I'm starting to unpack and like want to write down and document. And what I'm proud of, I am proud of myself for prioritizing my healing and my health and my happiness. And I'm proud of myself for getting some support for my mental health. Um, I talk a lot about how I'm neurodivergent and have ADHD, but I actually got formally diagnosed. Um, and I also got diagnosed with anxiety, which honestly, I was like kind of surprised by that, but also not at the same time. <laughs> like it makes sense. But I was like, oh yeah, I never really thought that my anxiety was like an actual, like I, I knew I had anxiety and was anxious, but I didn't know that it was like enough to be it, its own thing, if that makes sense. Um, and then just like unpacking my superficial goals and shifting them to actually serve me and to be healthy for me and not um, toxic or unhealthy and like learning how to journal and adapting it to work for me and like unlearning perfectionism and just caring about learning how to love myself and care for myself. I think that that is one of the things that I'm most proud of is like learning how to check in with my needs and learning to give myself self-compassion and learning how to like love and take care of myself. Um, And then I have some things that I'm excited for and hopeful about. So I'm excited um, to go to a concert in August for Alicia's birthday. I'm excited to go camping. I'm excited to try my paddleboard. I'm excited to keep podcasting. I'm excited to hopefully have a couple beach days before the end of the summer. I'm excited for fall leaves. Oh my goodness, I just love the fall. And hopefully going to Algonquin Park in the fall again. We've made like a tradition of doing that. And um, yeah, just like healing and unpacking. So I wrote out like a bunch of things that I'm happy and hopeful and excited about. Um, And then I wrote some mid-year intentions. So to me, this kind of comes, like, I don't know, I write them more as affirmations, which I think that might serve some people, but it also might not. So obviously like take all of this as you will and with a grain of salt. But I wrote things like I am healing. I'm showing up for myself. I am taking really good care of myself. I'm detaching my self-worth from my productivity. I'm only seeking my own approval. Um, I'm reminding myself that I am enough and I do enough. And I'm shifting towards lightness, like not holding on to things that are heavy and that I can't control as much anymore. Like learning to just like put them down at least and give myself space. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of my mid-year reset. And I feel really good about it. Like I feel like it's a good balance of some 
goals that and like things that I want to accomplish, but also taking kind of like the like I know that 2022 will be a good year even if I don't accomplish any of like the tasks and productivity things that I've in the past put all of my value in. Like I feel like other years I'll be like I want to save this much money. I want to lose these many pounds. I want to create a routine that's perfect every day. And at the end of the year, if I am not living those things out, which for me, that's not realistic or healthy or rooted in self-compassion, then I feel like I didn't accomplish my goals that year. And it feels like a write-off, which is all or nothing thinking, black and white thinking. It's not good. So I feel like for me personally, shifting my goals away from I will accomplish X, Y, and Z to I will prioritize my health and healing and happiness. I will keep showing up for myself and asking myself what I need. And I will, you know, do this hard work for myself because I am enough and I am worthy. And yeah, and I think for me, like, this is huge. Like, I have consistently my whole life put my worth and value in the things that I accomplish and being busy and doing a lot and it hasn't served me and I'm so proud of myself for for questioning that and stepping outside of that and if you want to try your own mid-reset mid-year reset sorry let me know how it goes I would love to hear how it went maybe you could share some of the goals. Maybe you could even ask yourself, like, what are the things that I want to break up with for the rest of the year? And what do I want more of? Even something like that can be like a good way to really check in with yourself and what you need and what you want. So we're going to wrap up this episode with, sorry, our proud of practice. So we started this last episode. I'm really excited about it. So we are going to share something that we are proud of. And I know that this can be really hard to toot your own horn and to say something that you're proud of for yourself. <laughs> I I know. I think especially as, you know, somebody who grew up identifying as a girl and a woman, I think that there's a lot of pressure put on us to be humble and to not think highly of ourselves and to not, you know, be proud and to not call out the things that we are proud of. But I'm giving you and myself permission to be proud of ourselves because we're surviving and we're we're learning and we're growing and we're showing up and we're being vulnerable and we're doing hard work to take care of ourselves and that is something to be proud of. So today I am proud of, I am proud of myself for being able to shift my goals to like intentions that serve me. Like sitting last night and writing out kind of these goals and guiding questions and intentions felt so healthy and felt like so much tangible growth for me. It was like a really cool moment for me where I was like, wow, this is cool. This is growth for me. This is healing. This is me learning how to care for myself and to actually create systems for myself that prioritize my well-being. So I'm proud of myself for shifting away from superficial goals and things that reinforce my worth and value being in productivity and accomplishments towards like asking myself truly what I need. 
So I want to know, think about it. What are you proud of? I'm going to make that the question for this episode. So if you're listening on Spotify, you can respond by saying what you are proud of. And I would love to read them. And maybe what I'll do for the next episode I record is if you send in some of the things that you're proud of, maybe I will read some of them on the podcast. That would be so fun. I would love to do the proud of practice, maybe at the beginning of the episode, maybe at the end, I'll figure it out. But I would love to celebrate with you and, you know, share in that proud moment with you. Um, You don't need my approval at all or my validation. That's not what this is about. But just acknowledging like that I'm so proud of you for allowing yourself to create space to be proud of yourself. That sounded like such a matrix (laughs) kind of comment, but I am proud of you. And if you listen to this and you got to this point and you are giving yourself time and space to reflect on your needs and to take care of your mental health and to question some of the ways that you do life, like that is amazing. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm proud of you no matter where you are on your journey. I'm proud of you if you're still struggling with a lot of these things. Like I'm still actively working through them too. And it's not perfect. And I make mistakes a lot. And I'm like unlearning all the stuff. Unlearning is so hard. It's not just you learn better and you can automatically do better like in your own thinking patterns, in your own life patterns. It's not that easy. So I'm proud of you no matter where you are in the journey. And yeah, I can't wait to spend the next episode with you. I feel so inspired by all of the topics that were sent to me on Instagram. So if you want to join the community and be involved in creating uh, this community and these episodes, I would love it if you could follow the Breakup With Better Instagram. And my personal Instagram is Erin Rainey, E-R-Y-N-R-A-N-N-E-Y. They're both linked in the show notes below. And yeah, I hope you're having an amazing day. Thank you so much for taking care of yourself. You deserve that. You deserve time and energy and effort put towards yourself because you are worth it. You are enough. I'm so proud of you. You should be proud of yourself and treat yourself today. This is the sign that you need to treat yourself. You want a Starbucks drink? Go get it. You want to take a really long bath or shower? You got it. You want to read a book outside basking in the sun? Do it because you deserve it and you deserve to take really good care of yourself because you're worth it and you are important and you are enough no matter what you did or didn't do today, no matter what feelings came up, you are enough. And I'm going to keep reminding us all of that, that we are enough and we need to break up with the idea that we need to be a better version of ourselves. We don't. You are good enough right now. You don't need to achieve anything, change anything, look a certain way to be worth it because you are just worth it right now. And no goal list or, you know, intention for the year or mid-year reset is going to add value or take away value from who you already are. You are enough. You do enough. Doesn't matter if you don't accomplish a single thing today, this week, this month, or the rest of this year. Like, you don't need to earn your worthiness. You are enough. And I can't say that enough. And I'm going to keep reminding us of that because I need that reminder too. So I hope you have a really amazing rest of your day, night, whatever time you're listening to this. And I will catch you in the next episode next Tuesday. Bye.